0: Hi, I'm David Bergeron. I'm the uh, co-owner with my wife Mary uh, from Bergeron Estate Winery and Cider Company. We are the owners of Coal Point Cider, which is located on Highway 33 uh, on the south side, 20 minutes from Kingston and 6 minutes from the Glenora Ferry heading to uh, uh, Picton. And we're in the Lennox and Addington uh, County. So yeah, my uh, cake fridge, where the pipe goes in, there was a leak or a oh. leak and all my argon's gone or my nitrogen to push oh, it through so, so. i have you know, co2 so now you're gonna have so to, to get that fixed so i just happen to have i sold out of bottles but i just seen one of these the other day and i better keep that away for it cute uh, so it's called cool point cider okay. and uh, a bit of the history is they uh, right now i've just started my own apple orchard but they're when you drive past this, there's like uh probably 10,000 apple trees on the other side of that fence line and the guy was ripping them out. Mm. And I always wanted to do cider when I opened up, but I uh, just got enough on my plate. But when he started taking them out, I thought, ah, I better jump on it. So I went over and talked to him, and we started uh, using local apples, whatever. The trees are like 50, 60 years old. And so we used like MAC, IDA, Goldilicious, uh, Golden Russets, and we did a soft blend. And then right down on the lake here, we're on the Bay of Quinney, and that's Prince Edward County. So we're uh, right on the shoreline of um, Dolphus Reach and in that point it's called Cole Point and the history behind it is there was this uh, gentleman named Daniel Cole who was a spy for England in the uh, 1780s and he gets caught by the Americans and they go to hang him Day of hanging the rope breaks he runs like hell and uh, escapes they shoot at him miss and he ends up landing in 1782 over here in Adolphus Town with all the loyalists. And he, because of his statue, and, and he got first picked. So he picked a beautiful spot on the lake with a point, and where the apples are was Daniel Cole's, was the first owner of that land. And uh, so then we found uh, the gentleman who was the eighth descendant of Daniel Cole, his son's name Daniel Cole over in the county. And uh, he had the Bible from the original Daniel Cole. And he let us take a picture of the border of the inside, and this is the outside of the Bible. So it didn't have Holy Bible on the top, it had it on the spine. And uh, then we found a map in Peterborough, Natural Resources, with all the deed owners. And under the D is Daniel Cole's signature. So we came up with the Cole And then when you go to the ferry, the very last tombstone on the left-hand side is Daniel Cole. So it's pretty cool when you do it. You stop in, have a pizza and cider, and then you drive by. I get chills chill sometimes when I look at it. Um, a, a very
1: neat, interesting uh, local Yeah, it's point. very local.
0: Uh, you know, so John A. McDonald is a boy. He lived right around the corner here. Everybody he knows about Kingston and Napanee and Picton, but he lived just over by Dorlin, which is uh, north of uh, So, So, yeah, I know as I came up with this dry cider, I wanted to do an English style. Uh, my, uh, another... Uh, variety I have is I do a scrumpy, not too many scrumpies in Ontario, everybody's trying to keep it clean and whatever the original cider is a scrumpy with just like a fine wine you have sediment from the fermentation and you leave some of that uh, and that's what a scrumpy is with the pectin from the apple uh, and it goes it sells out every year so I'm sold out already the new batch will be here in August September from last year I aged my cider a little bit longer uh, and as a winemaker I ferment it right down to zero and
1: re-carbonate and re-carbonate. Very nice. Do you, want, uh, do you want to tell me a little bit more about the land that we're on land? here, yeah. what you've got set up?
0: Yeah, I've got uh,
1: 50 acres, 52 acres.
0: Uh, we started with the winery, uh, we bought it in uh, 2002. Uh, we planted uh, 10 acres, 2003, 2004 and 05. It took us three years to plant it and we have Pinot Noir and Gamay for Reds. We do a Riesling, Bedell, Gewurztraminer for Whites and we opened in 07. We were the first winery on the Kingston side of uh, South Fredericksburg, Napanee side in Adolphus Reach. And uh, now there's two more wineries opening up in 2020. A Chinese corporation has come in and bought. There's McKinnon Brothers Brewery. There's a cidery we just talked about beside them. Uh, and 33 vines. So there'll be seven of us in this region and I figured about 10 years but it's going to be about 12, 13, 15 years and then our region is set up uh, and then we'll really increase our marketing and and finalize it. So I uh, apprenticed from a winemaker over in uh, uh, Rose Hall Run, Dan Sullivan, who was around the third, fourth winery open, makes one of the best Chardonnays in the region. Uh, so I learned the winemaking skill after the viticulture, and then we opened in uh, September of 2007. Added the pizzeria. My wife's family's from Italy, and so we had her mom, Nona, come in, and she. Uh, we grow our own oregano, our own basil, our own rosemary, our own gardens in the summer. And we have things like uh, focaccia. And we do uh, potato pizzas and prosciutto and tomato, and uh, yeah, I, I love it. I work for the Ontario government as well as a project consultant, and I retire next year. So we, being more the tortoise than the hare, we're the tortoise for sure. And uh, but when I retire next year, we're upscaling it, and, uh, we have an Airbnb here as well that's opening up in June for one one bedroom, and we're right on the Loyalist Parkway here. We're 25 minutes from Kingston and 6 minutes from the ferry to Prince Edward County, so it's an ideal location. We have a heavy clay soil base which gives you uh, better reds and uh, for some reason we have a stronger pepper note in our soil in our wines and as well as the apples, they're a little bit different flavour than they are from the county and um, we face south, we've got the lake in front of us, the Bay of Quinte when we did our research because we were looking in the county in the first two years we did all our research. And it's 130 feet deep out in front of us, so it doesn't freeze till almost the middle of January. Some years, it doesn't. You go down to the ferry and it gets really shallow and it freezes there every year. So we got the uh, warm uh, terroir microclimate off the lake. Uh, and the escarpment from the county acts almost like Niagara-Water escarpment. It reflects some of the wind. And we get a nice current in here and cool winds in the, uh, in the evening, which help uh, the flavors for your wine and, in the fall when the frost comes, then we, we harvest our apples and press them right after the, the wine season.
1: Pretty ideal all around, it sounds like it, and if the the area is, is sort of maturing with more offerings, uh, I guess, that, as you said, sort of the next step is the marketing. Uh, do you find right now there's crossover with people using the ferry back and forth? Yeah. And yep, uh, June 1st is
0: kind of our start of our season. And uh, usually it's May 24th, but the ferry goes from one ferry every 30 minutes to every 15 minutes. Uh, this year With there's tons of investment of uh, new uh, ferry over to Amherst Island that's increasing. They're expanding the highway up by Bath. We have a cyclist lane on the Loyalist Parkway right from Kingston all the way over to Trenton where there's bike lanes on either side of the highway and that's uh, increased and uh, so that's all it's all coming together in about another two years which is prime time for us to start in what I
1: call my second phase of this en- this en- endeavor is more what it's like. <laughs> and It sounds like you have a, a little bit more time with it as well but as always and uh, such a large farm area here. It, it, takes a lot of time in general to produce what you're doing you said uh, on the cider side of things uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started into cider Uh, i got started into cider i had a friend who
0: loves cider and he stopped by all the time and he was giving me cider and the more i had it like good dry cider uh, i realized like a lot of the ciders are really sweet out there and there's there's a client for that But I was going for a little bit more mature palate and uh, the more English ciders I tried and dry, I really enjoyed that. So as a winemaker, uh, very first year I did, instead of a beer fridge, I did a cider fridge and I just handed cider out for the year because I didn't know if anybody would even like it that dry. It's right down to zero. And uh, eight out of 10 people wanted the cider right then. We did 300 liters that we just gave away that year. And then we were limited to how much juice we can get locally. Uh, which is why we planted our own orchard and now we've gone to a different source for this year uh, to increase up to 3,000 litres this year from the 1,000 litres so we're tripling our production and uh, within uh, three years we're hoping to get up to 10,000 litres so yeah.
1: The the production seems to be one of the standard challenges of keeping up to demand. Uh, That's a good thing still? uh yeah it's
0: good and well it's it's interesting timing because uh the cider industry has really climbed in the last six to five years five six years uh and a lot of the old apple orchards were ripped out 10 years 15 years ago because there was a surplus especially when chinese uh, apples and now we can eat apples all year round but 20 30 years ago it was seasonal just like strawberries now we're, we can get our access to fruit every day 365 days a year so uh, and a lot of the orchards that stop being planted are now a little bit too old right and so then they rip them out one there wasn't as many people apple picking and two there was too much competition to sell it to grocery stores and that through the day so um, we're planning a new orchard I just talked to someone yesterday up in Ottawa and there's an investment there where a guy's planting 20,000 trees in his first year uh, and uh, he did enough. this is a second orchard Apple Origin. He did know one seven, eight years ago and that one sold out too. So uh, in the fall we do a pumpkin hunt, tractor ride, hot chocolate and pizza. Now we'll add the uh, apple picking and all that. But the idea really for the majority, 6% of the apples we're planting will be for our cider and we're using Canadian, Eastern Ontario varieties. We're bringing a couple cider uh, varieties but my cider was based on uh, what this region has produced in history. Uh, And it's a fantastic product, people are loving it, so uh, we just need to make some more.
1: It's got quite the story as we already heard. Uh, Are there plans to expand beyond it or just sort of ramp up production? Uh,
0: no, we've got uh, so when I bought this property I thought it'd be like 40 acres of grapes and 10 acres of apples. Uh, we've actually reversed it. Uh, we're only probably going to do about 20 um, acres of uh, grapes and 30 acres of apples. So uh, we're also doing high density planting, so we're taking some of the wine viticulture practices of uh, you know uh, pruning the the trees so they're higher density uh, closer we're doing an 8x8 eight eight instead of the old 12x12 uh, 12 12. and um, uh, we'll, we'll i don't even know how many apples but it'll be almost like 50 60 000 apple trees so yeah nothing but moving forward for the next 20 years hi, excuse me one second. Yeah. hi folks how are you i'm just doing a quick uh, podcast here with these folks and but there is a lady in there so just go ahead and talk. to We have some wine tastings. We do pizza. We're looking for just some uh, wine or some... Stopping in on stop it in. Okay, she'll show you around and then I'll be in in a second. Okay.
1: We've, uh, we, obviously, production is uh, a challenge to meet the demand that you have. What would you say has been some other major challenges?
0: Uh, well, production and, and getting local apples. Uh, I'm surrounded by two apples. There's an apple orchard to the east and the west of me and the uh, one of them want to sell me more apples. So planting locally, expanding—we um, we have a certain flavor. And the, the you know when you get into wine, it's a little bit more. And the the Ontario palate with beer, wine, and cider is a lot more educated than it was 20 years ago. And people just you know especially with the microbreweries and the cider, they've got they want to try different things and they want to see what does this region produce. Uh, some places are buying fruit, you know from. Niagara and Toronto and whatever for the wines and all that but really the customer wants it wants a good product a good experience but they want to try local what does this if I go to Burgundy France to try uh, a nice Pinot Noir uh, I want to try theirs and so we have Canada and especially Eastern Ontario is considered some of the top places to grow apples uh, the flavor just like maple syrup and so it's really what what we want to try to do is get as much local fruit from eastern Ontario as we can.
1: And where would you get more information about your offerings and how to get here and you know maybe the, <laughs> where you could stay yeah, soon? Yeah, we're like our
0: Airbnb and we do uh, pop-up diners here so um, I know how to make homemade pasta and pizza and soup and all that. So we t- uh, Father's Day we're doing a four-course meal with anti-pasta uh, mushroom uh, ravioli, pizza and pecan pie with four wines for 15 You can go on to BergeronEstateWinery.ca and uh, find out all about those products. And uh, every every month we have an event. Uh, Actually, tomorrow we're doing Experience the Vineyard. So this year, I started uh, once a month. You can come out and work for me for four hours a day, and I have some homemade donuts and coffee in the morning. We do a free lunch, free wine insider. You work a couple more hours, and whatever variety you're working on, uh, you sign up on our list, and next year you get a bottle of wine, or you can take one of the A very neat experience. Yeah, so really good turnout for tomorrow, as long as the weather uh, turns out. I think we have fifteen people tomorrow coming. So yeah, Yeah, it'll be fun.
1: Well, thank you so much for the time. I'll let you get in there. I know there's a couple people waiting to be to be serviced. And uh, again, thanks so much. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Let's try a cider. this is uh, actually a three-year-old cider from the apples next door. Very dry, as it's very dry yeah yeah it's got definitely some
0: that peppery note yeah yep. that's yeah Pepper, yep.
1: that is wow
0: yeah almost caramelized to it yeah and that's the aging process so mm-hmm. a lot of people are drinking ciders really young mm-hmm. uh, you just missed last year i finished a four-year-old cider so i'm aging them almost two years before i release them i'm not doing the six nine month like a beer uh, that's more fruity and you can do that product but i'm finding really a, same with ontario wines and all that we're just drinking for my palate, a little bit young, mm-hmm. um, and there's some great flavor in there. Like, that's we've had it out where we're talking and all that. But you throw some icing on that, yeah. uh, have it
1: with uh, cheese or something fatty with the acid. Mm. I love it, it's got a really neat, um, the, the aftertaste is something I don't think i have had before. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, yeah. it's very neat. I like it, stays it stays on yeah. your palate long, like yeah. it's still yeah, there, it's very It's almost lingering. like a wine opposed
0: to, uh, and like I say, not a lot of ice, but just one or two ice cubes mm-hmm. to keep it fresh.
1: Uh, or chilled is what uh, I like yeah you almost get uh, more flavor in the aftertaste than you do in actually the sip yeah like yeah almost, I'm still getting like it that almost just, builds I just you can of. really taste it mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. when
0: I first uh, drank this I liked it so much that um, I drank it for almost four months every day <laughs> uh, and I don't know if you've ever had too much garlic or food it starts coming out in your pores uh, but it was coming out as rotten apple and my wife's like, what's that smell? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, yeah, I've been smelling it for a long time. I said, it's not BO. I like I have a shower every day and deodorant. She comes and says, come here. And, she says, smell it. and it was the apple coming out from the amount of cider. She says, you got to get off that cider. Like, I, I was drinking quite a bit of it. Uh, but, yeah, I have this in the summer. It's my summer drink. I hardly, I, drink, I like beer and I like whiskey and all that. But cider is my pretty well my summer drink now. Uh, but you have to monitor your drinking because it does seem to affect your, our blood a little bit more. Uh, and it's only six percent alcohol, but it just seems like one or two ciders, like three, three beers. So it, does, uh, it is something you have to watch when you drink.
1: Definitely, is that nice? Yeah,
0: nice. and it's a lot lighter, carbonized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find uh, you guys are young, but I found around forty. Your digestive system, like I could drink lots of beer before and it never affected me. But if I have two or three beers, I feel a little bloated and it's just not comfortable. Mm-hmm so i did a lighter carbonization on this which still to give that little bit of kick but uh yeah i like that